But joining me right now, um, I believe out at the airport, is uh, Sky News uh, correspondent for the Northern Territory, Matt Cunningham. Good morning, Matt. G'day, Wolfie. Are you out at the airport, mate, just waiting for the plane to arrive? I am. I'm, uh, I'm just out on Amy Johnson Avenue, just at the end of the runway, where the plane flies in, just waiting for those plane spotters to arrive, but I'm sure they'll be here soon. No doubt about it. And uh, what time exactly are we expecting that plane? Around about 11.49 was the last uh, estimate I saw. Uh, Wolfie, the plane took off from London last night. It's about 100 and uh, 70 people who are on board that plane. Obviously, this is the first of those repatriation flights uh, that we're going to see coming from uh, the UK, India and uh, South Africa here uh, to the top end. So just before lunchtime, we are expecting uh, this plane to arrive. It's basically, they've uh, selected the most vulnerable people to come uh, on uh, this particular flight. So several newborn babies uh, apparently are on this quantum flight that's heading uh, to Darwin, so uh, it might be a bit of a uh, raucous trip for the people who are on board. I don't know whether you've ever flown with a baby Wolfie, but uh, it's an experience not just for you, but pretty much for everyone around you. I, <laughs> I was going to say, mate, one of the worst flights I've ever been on was when my uh, daughter was about 14 months old and it culminated with us both crying under a blanket. <laughs> 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 well, when, I, when I returned, when I came back to Darwin from Melbourne uh, in uh, very early 2016, my uh, youngest daughter was about 14 months at the time, all at the time, and I spent the whole entire four and a half hour flight pacing up and down the aisle of the plane, sort of giggling her up and down in my arms, sort of hoping. <laughs> Goodness me, sounds like it's going to be an interesting flight for the Aussie expats, but I suppose they're all going to be so happy to get back onto Aussie soil that, uh, that, you know, it won't matter too much. Well, that's right. I mean, these are people who have basically been uh, stranded in many cases for uh, more than six months. Of course, you know, the international borders have been closed. It's been uh, almost impossible for a lot of these people to get a commercial flight uh, back to their home states. The states have put cuts on the number of people who they've been allowing in because of restrictions uh, when it comes to their hotel quarantine. That means that the people who have been flying back have been paying huge uh, amounts of money uh, to get on those planes, but often those flights have been cancelled. So uh, in this case, these people are paying $2,000, which now seems relatively cheap, I think, uh, for this flight uh, from the UK uh, back here to Darwin, and then, of course, they'll have to stump up another $2,500 for their two weeks in quarantine mm-hmm. uh, at Howard Springs. But I think a lot of these people, uh, the cost will be secondary. Though. I think there are a lot of people here um, who have just been desperate to get home for a long time, and they'll be glad when that plane does touch uh, down uh, later this morning. Yeah, absolutely. And, Matt, we have learned a little bit more detail as well about those armbands and things that uh, that these expats are going to be wearing, obviously, to keep an eye on them, ensure that they do not have COVID, but also to keep the wider community safe. Yeah, uh, Abigail Truen from uh, the uh, National Critical Care and Trauma Response Centre was showing these off uh, yesterday. They're pretty fancy. Just a, a little thing that goes on your arm and basically it can monitor... Uh, all sorts of uh, vitals, not just the temperature. So they get an idea pretty much straight away if someone's coming down with any temperature or any symptoms uh, of the coronavirus. So it's a pretty amazing gizmo. Um, and uh, obviously those people will uh, have those on out there at how it's And so, um, you know, that great Ozmat team will be able to 
really you know, keep on top of things straight away. Mm. These people who are arriving from overseas are going to be separate uh, at Howard Springs, Wolfie, from uh, the interstate arrivals who've been coming there over the past few months. Uh, about 500 uh, beds have been set aside in a separate section of that facility for these people who are being repatri- repatriated from overseas. So they will be held in a separate, separate part at Howard Springs uh, to the people we've seen coming uh, from interstate. We have seen an incredible number of those people coming from interstate, quarantining here either to come to the Territory or uh, as a route, as you know, will mm. come to the NC because they want to go to places like Queensland. A lot of people coming from New South Wales to the NC uh, to get to Queensland seems ridiculous, doesn't it? That it that does. border is closed between New South Wales and Queensland, although they do have an election there next week, and I reckon that might have a bit to do with it. I reckon it will as well. Well, Matt Cunningham, always good to catch up with you, mate. You missed a pretty wild and exciting week that was this morning. Uh, sorry I wasn't there. Mate. I, I dare say from the little bit I heard that I wouldn't have got a word in anyway. But, uh, <laughs> sounds like you all had a good time. We did. Matt Cunningham, always good to catch up. We'll talk to you again uh, next week, no doubt. Thank you. No worries, mate. See ya. That is Matt Cunningham there uh, from Sky News.